Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Hosea chapter 6, verses 4 through 6, just a short little passage here that sheds light on the true heart of God, what God really, really wants from His people. Just as a matter of review, you remember that Hosea is a prophet of God who's primarily a prophet to the people of Israel. That's the northern kingdom after the kingdom was divided. We're somewhere in the 8th century BC, in the 700s BC. And Hosea is God's spokesman to call the people of Israel out for their sin, for their unfaithfulness. He's using the metaphor of an unfaithful wife to communicate what the people of Israel are guilty of in terms of their unfaithfulness to God. We've talked about that the last couple days on the podcast. He's also communicating a message that eventually when the time of punishment is over, punishment for sin, necessary punishment, when that time is over, there will be a time of restoration. There will be a time when God welcomes his people back and they worship him the right way. And of course, some of this is going to be fulfilled in a relatively short time from when this is originally written, within a few hundred years after the Babylonian captivity of the people of Judah, there will be a coming back to Jerusalem and the the northern kingdom will be involved, or at least some of the representatives of the northern kingdom will be involved in that. It'll be fulfilled to a little bit greater degree when Christ comes on the earth and begins to proclaim the gospel message that will draw people from every tribe, tongue, and nation, give them access to the Father access to the family of God through faith in Christ, through his death, his resurrection, his perfect life. And then that'll be fully fulfilled at the end of time. And that's kind of the rhythm or the pattern that we've seen with these prophets ever since we started the very first major prophet Isaiah, that there's an immediate fulfillment, there's kind of a a New Testament fulfillment, and then there's a end of time complete fulfillment. And so some of what Hosea is saying here applies in all three of those different contexts. So in this section right here, he is calling out Israel and Judah, so the northern and southern kingdom. Hosea is not only a prophet to the northern kingdom, mostly to the northern kingdom, but not only to the northern kingdom. And he's speaking to the people of Judah here as well, calling them out for being unrepentant. And here's what he says in verses 4 through 6, chapter 6. What shall I do with you, O Ephraim? What shall I do with you, O Judah? Ephraim is a reference to the northern kingdom. Of course, Judah is a reference to the southern kingdom. Your love is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes early away. In other words, your love, Israel and Judah, is fleeting. You are unreliable. You are uncommitted. This falls in line with the metaphor of an unfaithful wife. You you can't be counted on. You continue to break the covenant. And there's a little bit of love there in the morning, but then by the time the dew goes away or the time the clouds drift away, it's gone. You're fickle. Verse 5, Therefore I have hewn them by the prophets. I've slain them by the words of my mouth, and my judgment goes forth as the light. So here he is saying, Because of this, because of your unfaithfulness, Ephraim and Judah, northern and southern kingdoms of Israel, you're being punished. 
and my judgment is going forth. We've talked about this over and over. This is a righteous judgment. This isn't a mean God who's got a penchant for destruction. This is a righteous God who is rightfully punishing sin. And what we can be really glad for is that he's not just punishing sin for the sake of punishing sin, which would be justifiable in and of itself. He is punishing sin for the sake of eventual restoration. In other words, through the punishment, through the discipline, through really his loving grace, which manifests itself as punishment, there's going to be a remnant of folks who repent, who turn back to him. And his redemptive plan for the world will continue forward. Jesus Christ will come, live the perfect life, die a sinless death, rise again, opening heaven and eternity and the family of God and a bunch of other things to any one of us from any tribe, tongue, or nation who put our faith and trust in Christ. This is obviously very good news. And then in verse 6, he says, For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice. I desire the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. So in God's mind, this really reveals the heart of God. If the people of Ephraim and Judah, the northern and southern kingdoms, which have turned to idolatry, which have forsaken him, which have forgotten about the covenant, which have sinned in many, many ways, if they were at this moment, as soon as Hosea says this, 100% of them were to repent, what kind of repentance would be acceptable to God? Would repentance that manifested itself only in them worshiping him the right way through the correct burnt offerings or the correct sacrifices according to the customs that were set up toward the beginning of the Old Testament, if it was only that, would that be good enough? It doesn't sound like it. Because more than sacrifice and more than burnt offerings, he desires a knowledge of God among the people, and he desires steadfast love for God among the people. So at the end of the day, God doesn't just want these guys jumping through the right hoops, meeting the correct ritual requirements, but he wants their hearts engaged. He wants them worshiping him from deep within. And we can, of course, apply that to us today. And it's a good question, a good filter, a good mirror to hold against ourselves right now. As a follower of Christ, am I in love with Jesus Christ? Am I passionate about the gospel? Am I passionate about being used by him to do his work in this world? Am I wholeheartedly committed to what he wants to do through me? Or am I just kind of involved in checking the external boxes of ritual behaviors. If I show up at church on Sunday or if I do my quiet time in the morning or if I say my prayers before bed, that's enough, even if my heart isn't engaged. I think that this passage makes it obvious that the heart of God wants more than us just going through the motions, just checking the box of some legalistic list of things that we think are going to make him happy, because that doesn't make him happy. What makes him happy is steadfast love, and our knowledge of him. And really, that's why we're doing this Daily Dose Bible Overview. We're increasing our knowledge of him, and as we increase our knowledge of who God is and what he's done, that we can't help but fall in love with him more. And so I pray that that's what's happening in your heart, in your life, and I can tell you that's what's happening in mine. Have a great day. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.